Welcome to the I Didn't Know What the Fuck I Was Doing podcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and David. This is the podcast with two ADHD entrepreneurs who've made a lot of mistakes. Each week, we discuss ways to navigate business, relationships, and health. We also interview excellent guests who share their own personal IDK WTF stories. Listen today so you can hear some relatable content as we normalize uncertainty and obstacles. Because it's important to admit that no one really knows what the fuck they're doing. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the IDK WTF I Was Doing podcast. I'm David B. I'm Therese Merrick. Hi, everybody. Hi. So what are we talking about today? We're talking so, about the holiday season. Woo. If you can see me on video, we're talking about the holidays. It's Rocket and Groot, but Rocket is decorating Groot for Christmas. Yeah. So are you are you team baby Groot or are you team baby Yoda? How's that even a de- Groot? hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yoda is creepy. Sorry for all you baby, all the baby Yoda lovers. Cause I'm, I'm okay. the exact opposite. I'm team Marvel all the way. I love Marvel. I don't, I never really got into star Wars cause it's all political and boring, mm-hmm. but I just baby Yoda man does it for me. He's just so cute. And he's just give me baby Groot. Obviously his name is Grogu. Baby Groot. And he's got power. End of Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's like dancing along. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We can disagree. Yeah. Okay, so see, we can't even have a conversation <laughs> about holidays without disagreeing on something. Oh yeah, this is all. Uh, and I thought today. for sure that I would win David over to the yeah. holiday side with my baby Groot as a Christmas I, tree. Not that I don't <laughs> like baby Groot. All right, so we're going to talk about holiday drama and Ooh, drama and. We want to give you tips. This is actually part of a three-episode special that we're going to be talking about holidays. And in this one, we want to talk about setting boundaries and actually enjoying your holiday for yourself. And we were talking about why does this relate to our show? David, why does this relate to IDKWTF? And I think that's one of the biggest things about the holiday season is that everything is so stressful and there's so much expectation and there's... And I think it really does bring up, especially when families get together, there's a whole lot of like trauma that comes back up and boundaries that get broken. Trauma and drama and pressure. And I feel like society or our family's traditions is what dictates how we behave during the holiday season. It dictates the things we do until we either say, no, I don't think I want to do that anymore. And I want to do it my own way, Mm -hmm. which sometimes is encouraged, sometimes is not by people you spend holidays with, or society. Yeah. Society dictates a lot of what you should be doing. And what's culturally acceptable or normal or what we should be doing because we have done it. Right. And you'll see I'm the exact opposite (laughs) of of all of those things, especially with how I've celebrated. And I have run into a lot of issues in my life because of that. Yeah. So we Um, just, we thought it would be interesting to talk about this and then to offer you guys some tips. So yeah, this episode, we're talking about setting boundaries and actually enjoying the holidays you want, having the holidays season that you want, whatever that actually looks like. Then we're going to be talking about money and we're going to be talking about stress. We're going to give you some tips that aren't like the tips you can just Google and that everybody gives you. I thought we could start with talking about, because I mean, Teresa and I celebrate holidays very differently. And so I thought we could kind of give both of our perspectives on what we do and how we do it. Yeah. And just to show the contrast between like just different things out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because absolutely everybody does have different traditions, but and we're very, very different. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, happy Halloween. Because this finished, episode's yeah. going to be right out right about Halloween. So happy Halloween. Yeah. Yay. We, we both like Halloween and we yeah. find that it's a little bit difficult to like always get dressed up. Like, yeah, I have kids. After I do the effort of doing all of their Halloween stuff, I don't always have a lot left for me, but I actually hope in the next few years as they're easier and they want to do their own thing, yeah. that Dan and I can like have our Halloween parties and stuff. We still have costume parties. Yeah. It's fun. I like getting dressed up. So I, I used to love getting dressed up and I would really celebrate Halloween and we'd all go out and it was always a big deal. And it, just as I've gotten a little older, I'm just lazier and lazier. <laughs> like, I don't want to make like costumes. And I don't want to go buy a costume because 50 bucks for 20 cents worth of plastic. Seriously. That but. That is a huge issue it's like you have to make it or come up with your costume so far yeah. in advance or have it used for something else like it could yeah dual or be multiple costumes because you could yeah it's expensive so that starts off the holiday season kind of it's hey sugar rush trick-or-treating and then you wake up the next day and you're tired and you're like oh good uh, now it's now it's november yeah and it is like time. time for holidays yeah. so yeah so we're, we're really going to focus in and talk a little more about Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. And we're not trying to leave out any holidays because we absolutely recognize there are several other holidays that are celebrated by different faiths, different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. This is just what David and I have grown up with, have what we celebrate personally or don't celebrate, as you'll hear. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you should kind of talk about Thanksgiving first. We can talk about what you do okay. because I'm going to be kind of depressing and a Big Debbie Downer is <laughs> what I talk about. <laughs> oh, no. David Downer? <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Like, I know that the history of Thanksgiving isn't great. It's not. Because I feel like also the last few years, especially, it's been really, like, brought back up. So for me, though, it's always been about being grateful, being thankful, spending time with family. Because I like getting together with family and having dinner and having a reason to get together. And then the food is really good too. So that helps. And you guys, I love like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving food. at different people, at different family members' houses. Yeah. We actually do it at two houses because Dan's mom and then my parents ha will do holidays at their house. Um, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving specifically. And so we I'll prepare different foods. Do you do like potluck style? Yeah. Well, the parents are finally letting the kids like bring some for a while there. They were still doing everything. We're like, okay. guys, okay. we're like, let us. So I've kind of weaseled my way into bringing like some sort of side dish to both places, whether it's dessert or a side dish or whatever. Yeah. And then my mom has moved her Thanksgiving hour a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And my in-laws have moved theirs forward a little bit because they used to be like overlapping. But yeah. since we were like, if you both have dinner at three, we can't come to both. Yeah. So they adjusted for us. And do you have any traditions that you do at each house? Do you do, I'm grateful for this things, or do you guys watch football or? Like we say grace at both houses. Dan has a tradition with his mom where they like flip through this little like prayer book and Cindy flips through and then Dan says stop. And she reads the prayer on that page. And then she actually marks like the date. Okay. They've been doing that for a long time now. But, but I mean, it's more about just getting everyone together. And it's more about the time we spend together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's Thanksgiving. Okay. So what about you, David? Yeah. What do you do for Thanksgiving? So I typically, I really like to do laundry. It's my favorite laundry day. <laughs> but no, I don't You can come to my house and do laundry too. <laughs> it's okay. Since you're not going to come have dinner with me. <laughs> but no, I don't celebrate 
basically any of the traditional holidays. And it's just a bunch of genocide and cultural appropriation. And as I got older, it was easy because I worked retail. Mm -hmm. So there was always something I would always be happy to work the Black Friday and the, the like Thanksgiving time and the Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. and then, but I do celebrate New Year's. So I'm a big, huge New Year's fan. And we'll talk about that. So Thanksgiving, I really like to get Chinese food and do laundry. That's like my thing. And everything's just quiet. There's no one around. They're all doing their own stuff. Yeah. And it, it's it's interesting because especially when I was working, mm -hmm. I always ask me that. They're like, well, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And I was like, oh, nothing. And they're like, oh, that's so sad. Do you want to come to my house for Thanksgiving? We do this thing and it's just it's no big deal. It's just fun. We have food. And I'm like, hell no. <laughs> for me, it's like, why would I want to go be around someone else's family with their drama that I don't know? And it's... Yeah. I mean, drama happens sometimes. Yeah. And my family, thankfully, I feel like the family drama doesn't happen a ton. Maybe uh, little... Well, <laughs> maybe little bits or things that maybe I don't notice. I hear you, but I don't believe you. I think it's, easy. Like I think it's one, easy to forget like one how Thanksgiving that was like really, really, really <laughs> not a good Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. And I'm not going to share that story because everybody involved probably does not want me to share that story. <laughs> and it, shit happens. I mean, uh -huh. can you but, give us like a like someone bring someone that wasn't supposed to be there? No, that would have been better. Someone... It was just a bad day. Okay. It was just I think it was just there was a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Rounding the six like the six months around. Yeah. that particular Thanksgiving and and then everyone got together and everyone got together and there was pressure and tension and all yeah. sorts of stuff so I get it where you're like I don't want to be part of anybody's drama yeah but I do I get that I actually didn't ask you this though do you like Thanksgiving or like Christmas like traditional kinds of food turkey mashed potatoes and gravy that kind of meal I mean I don't dislike it but i don't have i think a lot of people hold a lot of nostalgia for that kind of food so it they think it tastes better than it does because there's a lot oh of no it's delicious it. give me turkey <laughs> and mashed potatoes and gravy and seriously give me a thanksgiving dinner today but it's not thanksgiving i'll eat it i love but it if you didn't if you really liked turkey why wouldn't you eat it more if you really because liked... cooking a turkey like actually roasting do you know how big turkeys are yeah, like they big. no it's a great question because well no one eats cranberry any other time i never eat pie, cranberry it's not maybe. my jam Pumpkin pie, hell yeah. No one needs stuffing. That's you know what? Food. Some people do. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the stuffing. <laughs> the thing about a lot of, like, the reason that everyone celebrates it is because of the tradition. And people grow up with these fond memories. But to me, all of those traditions are based on lies and misrepresentation of history, especially with Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it's this... hard. Because it's to me, it's an excuse to get together with your family and also, like, to be thankful. Like, sure. And I think that's where it's... That's what has shifted we've turned it into because right. so many people are like, oh, I don't want to deal with the guilt of celebrating something based on the genocide of the people that lived here before us. Right. And instead of just saying, hey, we could just not celebrate this and do something else. We're like, well, it doesn't mean genocide to me. It means things. things yeah, so we just change it. Well, and it's well, what, what and what would it take to change the federal holiday and make it so that you still get a four day weekend or I mean, well, but I think yeah. I think there's so much people are like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's like it's like a Halloween so we'll just, costume. It's we'll a lot of work. Put up with so, so we'll just <laughs> overlook it. We'll look over it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I also yeah. think that there should be a chance for things to be like 
Because I don't get together on Thanksgiving and go, the pilgrims, blah, blah, blah. That's a bunch of BS. But did you, when you were growing up, did your parents do that? No. Because we did it in like elementary school is what I remember. Definitely in elementary schools, they talked about it. Mm -hmm. And they talked about it like the pilgrims and the Indians, blah, blah, blah. Got together and had a happy dinner. Thanks. Yeah. Definitely I remember that as like an elementary school thing, but that was never, my parents never... It was always just, let's get together with family and eat some good food. Dan loves Thanksgiving, but Dan loves the food. Dan's all about it. So leading into that and traditions, so what kind of, what do you do for Christmas? So Christmas, this is actually what kind of gave me an idea about one of the tips we're going to give you in a few minutes is kind of making it my own because as a kid, we did like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, go back and forth with different grandparents. But then when we moved to Colorado, my grandparents didn't live here either set. And so my parents were like, no, Christmas Day, we get up, like Santa came in the morning and we would just hang out. We'd open our presents, hang out, we'd eat some yummy food and watch Christmas movies or play with new toys or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just a quiet, relaxing day. Well, then I started dating Dan. Okay. And Dan would go to his mom's house and his dad's house. And then we needed to include my parents. So for two years, we did three houses in a row on Christmas. No, it was terrible. So much work. (laughs) Because I was like, I enjoyed the just like getting up. So like now with my kids, it's like on Christmas day, we have it all kind of worked out. We get up, we do Santa present and presents, have breakfast or something. And then usually we go to my parents' house for dinner at like four in the afternoon is kind of our Christmas timeline. And then the kids will open some presents for my parents. (laughs) And we actually do the weekend before Christmas with Dan. So they have a property in the mountains, Mm -hmm. goes up Friday night. Stays all day Saturday, leaves Sunday. So like we have a whole day. So Saturday is like bonus Christmas. Okay. But it's so much fun, especially like the kids will be doing their thing. And then all us adults, it's like we'll sit around, we'll play games and drink and relax. And because we can, because we don't have anywhere to go or be. And so that's been a really cool tradition. And then we find a different time with Dan's dad. It usually changes with Dan's dad and his stepbrother on the other side and his sister. Mm -hmm. But then we usually do some sort of several hour get together. Okay. Because all the grandparents want to see the kids and their grandkids. Okay. So that's it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm like, just for family tradition, just for actual Christmas, not all the other traditions I have. Do all the kids believe in Christmas or how many of them do or don't? Um, Santa, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. In my house... Only one is still a true believer, but the others know if they don't believe in Santa anymore, Santa won't bring them presents. Okay. So they they better have some level of belief. Like initially when my son was, he was like, you've been lying to me. That was his response when, because he asked me like, and I was just, I was like, I said one day or something. Well, no mother, we need to sit down. He he was like (laughs) seven or eight. He's a Santa real. I said, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you lied. And I said, no. I said, Santa just looks different than you think he does. Okay. Yep. He looks a lot like. Yeah. And I was like, but isn't that okay? Like, mm-hmm. is it about, is it about that? And he was like, oh, and we talked about giving. So this to me is actually probably the silliest thing about Christmas. What, Santa? I mean, really all of the traditions around it, right? <laughs> but so here we have this magical guy that lives in the North Pole who flies around the world. And this is, a again, it's a Christian-based holiday. It's this thing that Christians vehemently believe in. And they're like, do not get rid of the sanctity of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And you're bringing But then you have tree. this, like... You're bringing a tree from outside into your home. Mm-hmm. You're decorating it. You're putting lights up. You have this magic being that's delivering Christmas presents. 
and we're saying, hey, no, this is a Christian holiday. None of that is Christianity. When I was working in in retail, I worked in Colorado Springs and I worked at a mall. Mm -hmm. And the mall was right near the Planned Parenthood shooting. Oh, gosh. And people were, this is when we were like, hey, maybe we should just use Xmas instead of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And people were like, if you take Christ out of Christmas, if your store doesn't have Christ in Christmas. We're not going to shop there. Blah, blah, blah. And maybe shoot you. Like I don't even I don't even remember that. That's terrible. Yeah. And it was like, but it's like, bro, Santa, Christmas, like these holiday songs, like this is all none of this is Rudolph the red nosed reindeer is definitely not Christ like. Right. (laughs) It's not. And again, and I love Rudolph. I I think I like those stories. I thought they were cute. The animated movies. Oh, like the little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Those are like some of my, I mean, I bought those on DVD and watched them with my kids. I also, I've already watched Nightmare Before Christmas. That one is amazing. It's one of my favorites. I don't know if that's technically a Christmas movie. It's both. It's a wonderful. It's It's all, I mean, it's about. It is. Yeah. And so the other thing is that we know that Christmas isn't Jesus's birthday. Absolutely, we like, know that. It's just so crazy to me how vehemently and fervently people like this holiday. And oh, it's based yeah. on literally nothing. What is it actually historically based on, David? But it's so as a bunch of like different festivals that would happen for weeks at a time. And essentially they came in and they're like, well, hey, you can either replace your gods with Jesus and keep celebrating similar to how you celebrate or we'll murder you. And then so it, it goes on and on and consumerism takes over. Right. And then... Then it just becomes about money. Then Coca-Cola creates like our ideal vision of Santa Claus, who was again very different. He just was a man who sold his wealth to save women from sexual slavery. That's who St. Nicholas was actually, Right. <laughs> And so I know I'm fun at parties. Everybody's like, why did you celebrate the holidays? You're like, let me tell you. Yeah. And, it's and they're really- like over in the corner crying when you're done with them. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe let's take a short break. All right. Because I think we covered the core of kind of what we do in holidays. Yeah. Come back and then maybe talk about setting boundaries. Yes. Go into some tips on how to make things a little bit smoother. Yeah. How to have the holiday season you actually want to have for yourself. Yeah no matter what that looks like. This is a podcast for anyone looking to improve their personal, professional, or family life. We craft these episodes so you can learn from or relate to our experiences and opinions. And we'd love to hear more about you. So if you're interested in connecting with us further, as well as other like-minded individuals, we recommend checking out our creatively named Facebook group, Colorado Entrepreneurs. You don't have to be from Colorado or be an entrepreneur to join, but it doesn't hurt. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Colorado biz. That's B-I-Z. And send us a join request. Or check the link in the description and show notes below. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. And welcome back, everybody. So we had just covered kind of what our experiences were. So I think now we're going to go into some tips and some practical advice that people can use, right? Yes, because you actually have the holidays that you want to have. I would venture a guess that maybe you do, but probably not. Because I think most of us, like we mentioned in the very beginning of this episode, we are doing what our family has always done. We're doing what society has always done. 
<laughs> and we didn't actually, we haven't actually thought about what, what is it I would really like to do yeah. for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for Festivus, for Festivus. <laughs> or Hanukkah or whatever it is. And if you love your family's traditions or you think you do, it still might be worthwhile to evaluate. Do I actually like all of the things that we do? Yeah. So um, what's, uh, what's tip number one? So Where tip number start? one is literally get out a piece, a pen and paper or your laptop or something and write out like, what would my ideal holiday season look like? How do I spend Thanksgiving? What would I eat? Who would I spend it with? How do I spend Christmas? What gifts do I give? Do I exchange gifts at all? Do I want to go to just one house? Do I want to do five things? Do I want to do all the things I do every year? And really reflect on it because I think for me, I, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So I still try to do it, but I want everybody to be happy. So if I'm worried that like my mom or Dan's mom or someone that matters to me is going to be like, you want to change our holiday traditions? Yeah. For your own happiness, you absolutely should. Absolutely. But you have to know what you want first. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that, hey, maybe I could just completely do something different just because they've been doing it for so long or there is that expectation, like you said. Well, yeah, because you yeah. were saying like you've heard people say, gosh, I wish I could just stay home. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, you generally have a choice. Absolutely. That was like exactly my journey is like I was early in college and I was first of all, I was like, man, I don't want to spend any money. I feel like I don't have to. And again, I had worked retail forever and I just saw how feverishly people would spend money on the holidays and they'd work themselves up into this frenzy. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And so what I did, I told everyone, I was like, hey, do not spend money on me. I'm not going to spend money on you. And uh, just anything that you're going to, that you would buy me, take that money and put it into your savings account. That's what I told people. That's like a great, that's yeah. actually a really great idea. Well, and so what happened was I told everyone that I went to the family party and everyone still bought me stuff. I didn't buy them stuff and it was ridiculously uncomfortable. And so it's just, I'm sitting around, they're opening presents. I didn't get anyone anything. And they're like, here's this thing I got you, even though you specifically told me not to. Did you open any of them or did you like reject them? No, I would open them and I'd be like, thank you. And most of it was just like. But it kind of probably left you either. feeling bad too, because you're yeah. like, well, I, I told you guys, but I don't want to reject <laughs> your gift. But like, I don't have anything for you. Yeah, it's yeah. awkward. And so it was at that point, I was like, I'm just not going to any holiday parties ever again. Yeah, <laughs> like, because you like, attempted to communicate your boundaries yeah. with the people you would be spending time with and they were they ignored. Exactly. So, and I mean, that actually leads us right to our second tip. So it's like our first tip is reflect, write it down. And then also in that tip number one, you also want to share it with someone mm -hmm. like who's trusted to you and talk to them about it because maybe if then you can get validated on, Hey, if you no longer, if that doesn't work for you, yeah, you should, you should do it. Don't mm -hmm. go talk to the one who's going to try and talk you back into doing it how yeah. you've always done it. <laughs> <laughs> the person who's going to guilt trip you. But sometimes sharing it with someone can really help validate that it's okay for you to choose. If you need help, you can call David. <laughs> you can call me too. But I mean, seriously, if you want validation of, hey, I want to change this thing. I'll write you a permission slip to get out of the <laughs> holiday party. That's awesome. So-and-so is not allowed to attend your party under order of... David B. David B. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't even need credentials. Don't even have to lie. David nope. B says. David B says it's okay. Or just David B says it's okay for me to stay home. <laughs> yeah. Because it is. It totally is. Right, Where's so David B from? IDKWTF. He's he's a professional. Okay. <laughs> he is an expert in this field. So. Okay. Well, but that does Fair lead mind. us right into our second 
tip. Our second yeah. tip is to communicate with the people that your boundaries will affect. Mm-hmm. So David, you just gave the best example is you set a boundary. Mm-hmm. Hey, I really don't want you to buy me gifts. And they all bought you gifts anyway. And that, and that actually caused you to even tighten your boundary, whereas you yeah. may have continued to show up. Absolutely. And I actually think it's very interesting because Dan tried to set the same boundary with his family. Yeah. He went all out the year before I started dating him and bought, spent like two, $300 on all of his siblings and each one of his parents bought him nice stuff and said, this is the last time I'm buying you stuff for Christmas. Cause he always felt like I get stuff that I don't want or I don't need. I buy my, I mean, yeah. he's a 20 year old guy. It was like, I, I don't want you guys to spend your money on me on stuff that I don't need or want. Yeah. And he just, it's also stressful to buy. And he's like, I don't want to think about that. It's not his thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so then I'm like, hey, what are we going to do for Christmas? We should probably set like a budget so that we have like a similar spending amount. And he's like, like by the way, oh, I quit Christmas. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> you did what now? And I was like, well, I'm going to buy you stuff. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to buy you stuff. If you don't buy me stuff, I'll probably be disappointed. But I guess we'll just see how it goes. Because he was all about still going to see family and stuff. But ultimately, he made the decision to participate in gift giving. What I think is interesting is that, and that's that's part of the communication part. Because you say, hey, I have this thing. I want to do these holiday traditions. Right. And he said, hey, I have this thing. I don't want to do these holiday traditions. Mm -hmm. And so you guys communicated and you had a conversation and you found a compromise. Right. Right. And so it's like he could have held strong and fast and hard and said, hey, no, I'm absolutely not doing this. He absolutely could have. Um, And then you would have to make a choice on that. Right. But you guys both expressed your needs. Mm -hmm. You expressed your expectations and how you would feel about it. And he made the choice. You didn't like guilt him. You didn't force him into it. No. That's a perfect conversation. So one other thing for me, communicating, the reason I have three different Christmases is mm-hmm. because I told Dan, I was like, I can't do that again. Yeah. I told my mom, I can't do that again. And both of them were like, well, let's change it. And that's how we developed. Like the Christmas weekend mm-hmm. was Dan's parents' idea, but it stemmed from the fact that I said, because even my mom was like, well, you don't have to come to our house on Christmas day. I just want to see you and like celebrate with you sometime around then so I can see you. And at the at that time, it's like we just had Xander. He was a baby. She's like, I just want to be able to spend the time. Yeah. And so when I approached the other parent and said, can we please, and we can rotate, we can have actual Christmas day, different years with different people, whatever, to make everybody happy. But I just, it was miserable. The, the day we took Xander around, we like were toting presents in and out, yeah. We left my mom's yeah. when they were having breakfast. We got to Dan's mom's after they had eaten. They were waiting for us. Mm-hmm. So we we're like shoveling in food to eat something. Then we're running to the next. It was miserable. Yeah, and I was just like, I won't do that again. And <laughs> and funny. all of our parents were like, we understand. Mm-hmm. And we've worked out different things because I communicated. So sometimes people are really willing to shift and they don't mind. Absolutely. So sometimes you may be doing something that you don't want to. And sure, there might be pushback and there might not be. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Okay. And if they're not bendy, then you get to choose what you do. Ooh. And so what does that lead us into? What that leads us if into. they're not bendy. Not like, bendy. And they're like, well, this. I'm not changing my Christmas and I'm doing my Christmas on Christmas day and you need to come. Then you can say no. No. Hard so no. That, that is actually our third tip is Say no. Mm -hmm. During the holidays, 
our hearts are open. We're giving. We're like, oh, we're going to give to other people. We're going to donate. We're going to spend time with family. We want to be loving. That's supposed to be, I think, what people aim for the holiday season to be. But it is stressful. It is overwhelming. And when you've been asked to do all sorts of things for the kids' school, from your parents, from all these different holiday parties and events, Mm -hmm. say no. When in doubt, say no. Or or take the time to think about it. I don't know if that will fit into my schedule. So it's okay to say no and to take a little time to think about it if you're not sure. But definitely stop with the yeses. I'm a yes person. Like I want people to, I'm people pleaser. <laughs> I want people to be happy. But also sometimes I I like it. I'm like, oh, that would be fun. Oh yeah, I want to help with that. Oh, I want to volunteer with that. Oh mm-hmm. no, I literally do not have that much time. And when I do that, it's miserable. So better to say, no, I don't think I can do that. Or maybe when do you need to know by? So I have a chance to really look at my calendar. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, if it's a maybe, a lot of times I probably should just say, no, that's not going to fit in. Yeah. So you got to prioritize what you would like to do. And And I think the flip side of that too is respecting other people when they say no, right? Yeah. So if someone says, hey, I can't do this and you're like, oh, I really need it or I really want to see you or I really want to do this. I think just respecting that boundary is the meaningful thing that you can do for other people when they do say it. Yes, Um, respect their no. Absolutely. If someone says no to you, don't heap on the guilt. Don't yeah. give them this sad puppy dog. Because that's the thing I would run into a lot when I'm like dating or in a relationship. Yeah. And I always tell people in advance, I'm like, hey, I don't celebrate the holidays. I'm not going to give you gifts. I'm not going to go see your family. We're not going to do this. And they right. get, I'm going to hang out at home alone. Yeah. And then in July, they're like, oh, interesting. That's an interesting piece of information. That makes sense, David. Okay. But then by mm-hmm. like, November, they're like, wait, what? Well, so what if they want to come hang out with you at your house on Thanksgiving or Christmas, like alone, no family, not even, they're like, hey, can I have Chinese food with you and sit at home? And And normally I just want my space. And I know that they're giving up something like their own tradition to come do something with me. And that's also not fair to them or their family that wants to see them. So I think those were three wonderful tips. Yeah. You want to recap them for us real quick? Okay. So- Our three tips summed up, reflect, reflect on what it is you want, really for you, not for anybody else, for you. What is it you want to do? Write it down. And I really say write it down because you know your own mind. So reflect, communicate. You got to tell the people in your life that will be affected by any choices you might be making. If you're going to do everything exactly the same, obviously you probably don't need to communicate that. People know what to expect. If you're suddenly going to stop coming to Thanksgiving or Christmas or buying gifts or something, you probably want to tell the people around you so they're not blindsided. Maybe make a PowerPoint presentation for them. (laughs) With some charts and graphs. With all your free time during the holidays. (laughs) Here's why I'm not coming anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Sit everyone down. Totally. And then the third tip, say no. Just say no. Like if, if it's too much, if you're not, if you're not a hell yes. Yeah. There you go. Say no. Yeah. Thanks Jill for that tip. I'm like, (laughs) that's Jill who, if you check out one of our other episodes, Jill Douglas, if you are not a hell yes, it's not where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually the perfect thing for this is say no. If you're not, if it's not a hell yes, it's okay to say no and don't let anybody guilt you into saying yes. Absolutely. Cool. But yeah, so those are our biggest three tips. 
as we are entering into the holiday season this year. All right. And we got another couple of great episodes coming up. So I think we kind of mentioned it at the beginning about how freaking expensive these holidays can be. Yeah. So our next episode is going to be giving you our main tips about managing your money so that you can celebrate the holidays however you like. Yeah. And not break your budget. Yeah, absolutely. So, so all right. More money for New Year's. Group says Aww, bye. You. He doesn't actually. Rocket is saying that Groot says bye or something like that. <laughs> Groot says, I am Groot. Yes. I am Groot. I like Groot. Groot says, I am Groot. Which Mer- also means. Merry, happy holidays. <laughs> oh, yes. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Kwanzaa. Groot says, I am Groot. Yeah. Here and that's the message you get for the holiday season. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of the IDK WTF I Was Doing podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. This has been part one of our two-part series on this topic. The second episode will be out next week, if it's not out already. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please consider liking, subscribing, and or reviewing us on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if there's someone you know who clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and would benefit from this topic, please hit that share button and send them this episode. Let's normalize the feeling of uncertainty. Asking for help and admitting that we don't know what the fuck we're doing either.